All right, babes, it's horror or not time. It's not a great intro, but it's what we're going with because I'm tired and I don't want to redo this. I'm here with the one and only Marky Desaad, Primrock himself. Hey. What's up, man? What's going on? You know, how, sipping how coffees. You? Doing good. Just trying to, like, not die right now. Don't it's die. A, yeah. A whole lot yeah. of that virus going around. We gotta. Are you, are you afraid of it? Uh, I'm. I've got a healthy fear. Yeah. I think I'm we're also not. just gonna like flip on it and do like 28 days later next week or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually not afraid of it. I don't know why. Maybe like I'm. I'm all pretty. Uh, I'm pretty germaphobic as it is. So I wash my hands. You yeah. Know, a bajillion times a day. Anyway. Yeah. We also work in bars. Our hands are in bleach. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, someone someone said something to me who who, who never bartended. They're like, well, that's weird. You're a germaphobe. Like you're a bartender. I'm like, no, that's <laughs> it's the best thing to be when you're the a best way to be as a bartender. <laughs> so be thankful. I already <laughs> washed my hands forty times a day. Now I'm not to like every yeah man. Every, yeah. every tra- now it's just every single any exchange of, of yeah. any kind. I'm like soap, water, bleach. Yeah, fuck this. Yep. Um, so yeah, but I'm I'm surviving. Might start drinking some bleach too. Get those insides clean. Yeah, I mean to be safe. I've heard know? there's some uh, reverend doctors down in somewhere where they're just like these white guys who go down there and make themselves reverend doctors of the church to drink and bleach. Well, yeah. Well, that's is that is that the movie we're talking about? Or I wish it could be. Right? I want. Well, I gotta write that movie that, first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's ready made. That, that's a that's a good cult. Film. That's a go film for the uh, for the spooky season. Get up a twenty four and be like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily fear it. Um, I actually don't like to go in places with a lot of people like that. Yeah. You know, obviously, like, work uh, notwithstanding, because it can get pretty crowded. But it doesn't get more than, like, 150 people. No. Like, I, would never be, I would never be in a 500 capacity place for any yeah. real reason. No. South by Southwest got canceled. And that's, that's true. And probably just the universe doing it in a favor. Bums me off for my friends in Austin, but South by South is a though? good transition. I'm mean, a little bit. There's well, a are lot they of like, like venue owners and bar owners. Well, or? yeah, and like people yeah. who play gig shows during that. The thing I hated about South by was like the commercialism and like the the free labor. Oh yeah, all so the artists are there just to like network, and you end up mostly coming out of pocket. But yeah, I met a lot of locals that hated it, and then I met you know obviously some bar owners that were mm-hmm. like this this rules. This is how it's like yeah. it's like holidays for retail. Like it's yeah. how you make your year. Well, because what uh, UT is on spring break, right? That's right. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Well, uh, I'm sure all of those lovely corporations will make up their money, but to the to the to the mom and pop spots. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our locals. Hopefully, you get it back. Yeah. Well, South by is a good transition. That is when this movie was released, and I guess we should say what we're talking about. Really? Uh, yeah. This is the invitation, right which on. came out 2015. 2015 at. <clears throat> South by came out a year later in an actual wide release. Uh huh. Did it play here in New York somewhere? Yeah, it had to. Like, have. like okay. yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure it like played probably it. probably like Sunshine. When well, Draft House is who distributed it, so I'm pretty sure it just uh-huh. played like Alamos all over the country. Cool. Which means like here, Chicago, LA. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. there's one in Nashville. I uh, I caught wind of the movie. I forget what I was. I, I was reading some article that was like underrated horror movies. Yeah. On streaming right now, it shows up a lot on those. Yeah. I've seen it in a few of those lists when I'm just like flipping through trying to find something I haven't heard of, even though yeah. my recommendation list is like fucking a hundred miles long. Sure. Uh, but you know, sometimes you, you, I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I've read that list a thousand times. Let me see what somebody else did. Yeah, you're always gonna miss uh, something, even if someone tells you three times, like you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna forget it. I was pleasantly surprised when I stumbled across this. Yeah, I feel like it got a lot of its gem. popularity from being... It's just been on Netflix for the last four years, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I feel like every time I pull it up and it's like, oh, you watch do lots you, of horror movies. Do you know movies. what the um, like what the reasoning behind the algorithm... Is it like enough people watch that? Uh, they have a deal, an exclusivity rights thing? I'm not like, sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of that's like sort yeah. of blacked out like industry secret or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I can't say for sure. Because uh, if it just, gets too popular, then they're going to negotiate the people who, you know, Right, the owners of the rights of the film or whatever, gonna probably try to negotiate. But I'm sure Netflix is like, nah, we're gonna keep it as long as people mm-hmm. are watching. Well, it keeps driving people to the platform. They both get bumps, I'm sure. It has to be some kind of deal, though. Like I yeah. haven't seen anything else stay on Netflix that long. Yeah, yeah. like maybe Thirty Rock or The Office was on there that long, but yeah. I know they paid out the nose for those. So definitely. But yeah, this was uh, directed by a director I actually really like, mm-hmm. um, Karen Kusama. So Karen Kusama is, you know, Japanese-American director. She did uh-huh. uh, Jennifer's Body, which is a highly underrated film. I've never uh, seen it. It's a really good, like, black comedy horror mm-hmm. sort of thing. Definitely satire in a lot of ways, but that's the one with Megan Fox that got panned early on. Because really, it's like, everybody was like, oh, it's just about Megan Fox is hot. And it turns out, no, it's about Megan Fox is a really good fucking actor. Mm. At least in certain roles. It's her, Amanda Seyfried, and uh-huh. uh, Adam Brody. 
Okay. That yeah, was... Adam Brody. Yeah, sorry, singing Adrian Brody. Yeah, Adam Brody. Jennifer's body. It's solid. Okay. Uh, it's that a... was her debut. I think that was her like. Okay. She did. Oh no, she did Eon Flux before that. Okay. But that was her, I think, like indie yeah, yeah, yeah. hit. Gotcha, gotcha. Because that was a bit of a sleeper hit, and they got a new life after. Um, and then she did one of the shorts for this anthology movie that I really love called The XX. Uh-huh. Uh, it's all just, it's all written and directed by women. Uh, it's just four horror shorts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, St. Vincent did one of them. She sure yeah. did, and yeah. it's really fucking weird and really fucking cool. Yeah, hers was cool uh, with the with the teddy bear. Yeah. Um, and then there's like what the, the, the people who stop eating. The family stops eating yes. because they see something. Yeah, the box. And then there's the one where they go into the desert and get attacked by the uh, like a, like the a like scorpion lizard banshee yeah. creature. Wendigo there's one more. Wendigo. The other one's my favorite one, which is the sort of spiritual sequel to Rosemary's Baby. His mother's oh, only son. Oh, yeah, yeah. She made a deal with the devil and then the devil was going to come back and get him on his 18th birthday. Right. Yeah. So basically it's, that she's supposed to be Rosemary. Yeah, and then like the weird post office guy. Um, yeah, that, was, that, that dude was good. That dude was good and creepy. Was he in this movie? That was super interesting. <laughs> I feel like this the post office guy was one of the. Uh, he might have been the. He might have been the white guy from the gay couple. Yeah, actually, that that sounds about right. I could check, but I'm not going to. Let's yeah. just say that. Uh, Leave us alone. Those at home, you can you can, cro- you can cross reference that one. Yeah, but don't let me know. The I, weird I post like office guy from the fourth part of that short. <laughs> was also the white guy and the gay couple of the invitation, so yeah, just take um, our word for it. Yeah, uh, it's written by Phil Hay and Matt Manfredi. Uh, Are they of note? Also, ish, ish. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Phil Hay was he wrote Eon Flux mm-hmm. and Clash of the Titans and Ride Along and that really weird. So he's uh, not nobody. No, he's not nobody. No, he wrote that really weird Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges. Van Wilder. Close. No, <laughs> R.I.P.D. Where they play yeah, dead I, cops of ghosts. It's like Ghostbusters meets I a don't, bunny cop film. I don't hate that premise at all. It wasn't great, though. Well, uh, Execution left a lot to yeah, decide, yeah. Uh, there's ideas, <laughs> and then there's executing uh, said ideas. Yeah. Matt Manfredi was Crazy Beautiful, mm, which okay. that's the Kirsten Dunst 2001 yep. kind of cool thing. Also wrote on Eon Flux, also wrote on Clash of the Titans, also wrote on RPD, also wrote the Ride Along. Also wrote this, Ride Along 2, and Destroyer is the most recent one they both did. Okay. So yeah, they're just like a writing team who's done kind of a very body of work. Yeah. With better and worse mixed of it. Mixed yeah. results. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, that's uh, the case. As uh, it typically goes. Most things I write are terrible, so if I had even a 50% hit rate, I'd be happy. I mean, I think most writers, had, if they had 50% hit rate, you know, they would be... I'd be real fucking stoked. Yes. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Other than that, Logan Marshall Green, Tammy Blanchard, Michelle or Michael, I can't remember how you actually pronounce his name, Huisman, mm-hmm. who was of note in Game of Thrones. As, oh, the, uh, the dude. Yeah, uh, Dario Naharis, the second one, not the first did one. Did they ever, this is, this is a total aside, but did they ever resolve his character in any type of way? Or oh, they no, just he's sent just him left-handed. Right? He's the governor of a I mean, province. okay, so, so basically, <laughs> he gets... You know, Daenerys before she goes power crazy and yeah. is, you know, fucked over by the news of Jon Snow and all that stuff. He kind of got off good, man. He probably got a yeah. nice piece of land. Yeah, I mean, he's like ruling over Commands three Commands an army. And, yeah. Iron and we fist. never hear of him again, and it's probably for the better. Yeah, I'm sure he just was a despot, and then they just chilling, yeah. killed him and <laughs> installed a democracy. Well, as most colonies did. Yeah. So, 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 and then after that, he resurfaces in this movie, which is yeah. yeah, yeah. So it turns out he's also a Highlander. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So we should give him more credit for we his, really should his versatility. Dario Naharis just yeah. is uh, coming out. <laughs> Left and, uh, and right. Shouts to that name too. Sounds like a, a, a Slovenian name. basketball player. It really. Oh man, yeah. I could see him playing like. A second-round draft pick uh, <laughs> who doesn't come to the NBA for five years. It's going to play in the Mavs uh-huh. with their strategy of only big men. I'm in that. Yeah. As opposed to uh, Houston's no Show people me the over 6'4". Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's uh, not a sports podcast, so let's get No, let's but get occasionally it is. Let's get out of there. All right, yeah, so the invitation, let's see, last things. $1 million budget, only made three fifty at the box office. That's not that surprising. This was a pretty... $350. Mil- uh, thousand. It only made that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made back a third of its well, budget. Well, numbers always really... Misleading or not yeah. misleading, but I, I'm always surprised by them. Yeah, they they never work out how you think they're about. To. So it cost a million to make. Yeah. Okay, but they they probably since have made quite more than a million. No, I can't imagine. I, I have no idea. It does again? It's like that yeah. back to that. Like, who knows what Netflix paid them for this? I'm yeah, sure that's yeah. probably why I did it up on here so long. Netflix was like, hey, we'll make you back to your budget at least. If I you mean, just... I, watching the movie though, I I knew it was decidedly low budget. I couldn't 
What they spend a million dollars on? Uh, the home yeah. <laughs> in the Hollywood Hills. That's it. I can't, I can't imagine like yeah. the actors. They, I can't think that they shot this in like I can't think it take longer than like two weeks to shoot this. I, I couldn't imagine. It's so tight and like just contained. Yeah. There's literally two locations in the entire movie. Yeah, him in the car and yeah on the highway. Yeah, could get that pretty quick. And then the house. Yeah, yeah. That shot takes a day. Yeah, at most. That's what I was thinking when I was watching it. I was like, huh. But hey, it's got to be just on the rim. A million dollars in Hollywood is is absolutely nothing. So it's like it's true. You know, interesting. And that I mean, it also like includes distro and things like that, and campaigns and everything. You got to pay. I mean, there's some people who aren't. You know, some people who aren't nobodies in that movie. There's that's true. Yeah, I mean, there's not small salaries in this movie. So I guess we should dive in, just do this plot real fast, and Mm -hmm. it's pretty straightforward. It's nice and easy to do. Yeah, I'd say not much happens. There's an invitation. There is an invitation. uh, Yeah, you, you find out quite immediately that they're going to his ex-wife's right like mm-hmm. the, i think yeah. the girlfriend brings it up in the car right he kind of looks like a, a dark and disheveled paul rudd i was uh, gonna say he he reminds me so much of kurt russell's son okay yeah that's the fair. one who was in playtest that really awesome dark okay. uh, black mirror one where yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Oh, the vr one yeah, yeah where he doesn't not call, the vr one where, they where he doesn't sex. answer his mom's phone call right yeah uh yeah yeah actually i could see that there's, he he's in been other in other things though, no? Yeah, he, uh, let's see. Logan Marshall Green was in. Wasn't he in? I love to be like. Oh, he was on the OC. That's where I knew him from. <laughs> well, he's like a you know he's like a dead pan, dead eyes but pretty guy. Model, right. Yeah. Model-ish. Dead eyes and pretty. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. It begins uh, inauspicious enough, and yeah, they hit a coyote, and if that's not a heavy-handed uh, <laughs> omen of things to come. Yeah, it's the the first jump scare is about what a minute in. Yeah, and... but it's also it's just like fuck and he goes one thing i noticed and uh i've been noticing this funny enough since coronavirus is i'm like i wonder how much times people touch their face anyway oh it's like so i'm uh, a beard stroker yeah right but typically my hands are well washed Mm -hmm. and i don't touch my mouth they're like but i also wash my hands vigorously and uh so it's not i you know i was thinking about that because i didn't know where this movie was going so i was like oh he's touching he's just full-on touching that coyote and then getting back well he touches the coyote and he touches his face and mouth yeah immediately after like like, in an exasperated gasp of like i can't believe i had to kill that coyote yeah which you would probably do but i'm like damn that's dirty you know so i'm like not a fan making note of like him and his poor hygiene yeah uh, but yeah, so they get to the house, and yeah. he, his heavy-handedly named ex-wife and her new husband, mm-hmm. Eden and David. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not much nuance there. <laughs> so, so they're there, and they're yeah. you know, I think the atmosphere is foreboding. Yeah, it's just a lot some... of pretty and unsettling, yeah. intentionally unsettling shots. Like cinematography on this is very well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was texting Nicole last night when I was watching this, and I was like, man, this this movie is. A whole lot of shots that are ex- doing exactly what they say on the tin. Yeah. And then nothing happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, um, a, it's a play. It's a play with dialogue and some unsettling mm-hmm. sort of time fractured moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We meet the rest of the group. We realize that they, they really haven't been seeing each other over the last two years. Mm-hmm. Slowly over the film, we find out that that's because... They're all old buddies. They're all old buddies. But when Ty... The reason Ty... Or not Ty. Will. That's... The, the character. main character, yeah. Will, yeah. Mm-hmm. The reason him and Eden ended up splitting was because their son had... Uh, it was an accidental death at his fifth birthday. Yep, yep. And the grief drove a divide that they could not overcome. But Eden's with this new guy, David. That's mm-hmm. Michael Huseman. They are creepy. She's got just this big manic energy. Yeah. It's like... I'm trying to think of like... I was thinking of who... Like, if you were to redo this and do, like, a big, big budget of this and just bring in the heavy hitters... Yeah. Michelle Williams would kill that part. Yeah, 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 for sure. Just that, like... Hiding, you know, there's a lot more... But big, sad eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I would want Paul Rudd in there somewhere. Yeah, with, I think, he could, I think he could play Will. I think he would be a nice... Well, that'd be... Yeah, that'd be... Or Jared Leto, maybe, if he hasn't harpooned his Ugh. career entirely. <laughs> my, he's working my, on it. No, nah, we'll get, we'll get Joaqu- Joaquin Phoenix in there. For, oh, he's going to be David for sure. For, for David. Yeah, oh, yeah. To, to mix it up. Um, soft-spoken cult leader. Yeah. I mean, it's like, obviously, everything's super unsettling. The thing that uh, the movie does a great job of is, is like, when is, like, everyone going to realize it? You yeah. Know? They do, like... It's like Will obviously is like from the jump. This is something's yeah. off. Or, but you're always questioning him because he's yeah he's also he's deep in his grief still. He's 
he's in his grief. He's in his bag. He's in his uh, also like just you gotta empathize. Well, you do and you don't gotta empathize with how he didn't have to go to this thing. Yeah. So it's like, but he feels like he should. <clears throat> Something in him is driving him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe closure, but at the same time, it's like I. I might have just left well enough alone on mm-hmm. this for me. I was watching it thinking that. I was like, nah, I'm just not going to touch this. Like, Yeah. My ex-wife... So that's the other thing is that they, they split up because she met this guy David in her grief counseling group. Yeah, in Mexico. And they uh, split. So yeah, they've been down in Mexico for two years. They yeah. come back with this just... Timeline is, is they haven't seen each other in two years? Thereabouts, yeah. Or more? It's at least two years. Okay. I think it's been two years since the kid died. And okay. they haven't seen each other in about two years. Okay. They always like leave it vague, but it's about a two-year timeline of what's gone down. Two years is is not. I mean, I don't have children. Can't imagine that that is that long. Yeah. In the grieving process, I couldn't. You know. I, yeah. Two I don't years think, is not that. I long. can't even imagine that it ends. Honestly, it's. Yeah, I mean, I've, there's people I haven't seen in two years, mm-hmm. and and uh, we even if we had like a moderate history of some sort of romance it still carries some weight yeah but then like imagine like an ex-wife with a child that they have no no reconciliation over the death and then you kind of do it at a dinner party yeah it's <laughs> it's quite a decision that's uh it's a choice yeah it's definitely not how i would go about things but then i like to think that i'm a healthy and well-adjusted adult well i mean yeah we we're we're better than than, <laughs> than anyone in this movie. <laughs> anyone in the movie. I, I you know, I'll reserve I reserve shots to be taken at will. It's kind of like the the girlfriend. I forget it, K- K- Kira. Kira. Yeah. Uh it's a little tough for Kira to to realize what her role is. Is she pushing him? Because right. when I had watched it a I long time so. ago yeah. and then I rewatched it and I was like because I was describing the plot to someone before I rewatched it. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's like sort of at the behest of the girlfriend who she's like, we should go. But then I realized it's not. Yeah. It's kind of like he thinks he should do it and she's very supportive of that. Yeah. But I don't necessarily know. You don't really find out how down she was to go. No, you really I, I feel like you do, she's not a fully written character because we hear things about her, but most of her lines are hey will come over here or hey will calm down or hey will are you okay? Right. Hey will we should leave. Like that's most of her dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We find out uh, like in the background of a scene what she does. Yeah. Because she also she works in the medical field. She and uh, mm-hmm. are talking about it. Yeah. Because he's a uh, he works as like a nurse practitioner or something like that. Yeah. Something. Yeah. But they're both in the medical field, and so we yeah. we know that. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like we I, I feel like there's a really, I think I feel like there's a better cut of this movie that doesn't wax so long on the shots mm-hmm. that we learn a little bit more about her and get a little more motivation from. Her. It's not her movie, and I understand that. Yeah. Because also just two a few more things about her would be nice. Two years after a major. Uh, life event also for him to be like for us to believe that they're in a fully committed awesome great relationship that quickly too is yeah we know why his ex she could have met david yesterday yeah and acted like they were husband and wife like she's yeah she's she's on a manic mm-hmm. yeah know, she's, she's on a manic bend yeah yeah but for will who is the measured of the two and then the deep grieving guy yeah we know nothing of how he met this new person Mm-mm. nothing of how their dynamic is other than she's there and she, they're this attractive interracial yeah. couple for, you know, no reasons to find us how they met or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's really all. Yeah. Because the only other question she asks him is when they get to the house, which is up in the Hollywood Hills and just like overlooks all of L.A. Yeah. And it's a stunning, you know, mid-century modern home. Do we find out what Will ever did, what does for work? No. Okay. Just a, yeah. just a handsome white man. Just a handsome white man they, driving they, a piece of shit sob. They hand, uh, <laughs> they hand out Hollywood Hills mansions to those. Well, he says that it was from Eden's family. Oh, so there's a good, lot of money in her good family. Point. Okay. And it's it, I noticed that contrast between him driving like pushing this yeah, just yeah, yeah, okay. twenty five year old Saab yeah. and coming to this and that's why I think Makes the, sense. The, the shock from Kira of like, you used to live here. Right. She does say that. Yeah. And he just says, No, it's I I mean, yes, but it was yeah. her family. Right, right. A lot of money in that, whatever. Yep. Uh Rich LA girl, which we are there, I there think you go. familiar with as there a, you go. Yeah. <laughs> archetype and a real thing. Yeah. So they, they, yeah, they're just catching up with all their friends. We just get it's a series of vignettes between like pairing offs, yeah, and, like twos and threes. Finally, David shows. Oh, uh, Eden slaps the shit out of the 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 bumbling uh, Ben. I think is that. Yeah, he's the, he's the Barney of the group. Yeah, and by, by Simpsons Barney, not yeah, uh, not much your mother, not Barney, much your mother or, or Barney and Flintstones. Friends or Flintstones. Man, yeah. a lot of Barneys in a lot of Bar- a lot Barney. Barney Fife. 
A lot more Barneys than you'll ever meet in real life. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met a single one. In the ether, me neither. Hi, I'm Barney. No, it's never been said. Uh, so <laughs> Not once in real life. Yeah, he's the Barney of the bunch. Um, he's a terrible actor. Oh, he's so bad. I mean, I don't, so I don't know if it's just this role. I, I didn't care to look up his name. but No, I, we said this off mic, but I would have much rather had, uh, what's his name from Always Sunny? Uh, the Charlie or Dennis? No, no, no. Mac. The the big schlub that D always wanted to date in high school. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And then ends yeah. up cheating on his wife with yeah, him yeah and all yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he keeps showing up. Yeah, that one. I think yeah. he would. That's he's already played that role. Which yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. it's boring. Maybe yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's, but uh, yeah. He's he has to be there in that. Yeah, you all. Everybody. Every group has that. Like this group. This is a well-made group of like yeah. the archetypes of what I know about LA mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. from the time I've spent there. Uh, you definitely have the. Well-off, white and Latino gay couple. Yep, yep. You have disposable income from yep. both their gigs. Mm-hmm. You have the schlub, like definitely. You've got and like the gay couple. Oh, one of them's always going to be medical. One of them's always going to be production. Yep, yep. Uh, you have the schlub who also probably works in production, but like mid-level. Yeah, like he's a paper pusher who does have a headshot handy. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, hey man, if you ever need a just in case that funny guy, I'm yeah. here for you. I'm your Farley. Yeah. I can play. I can play that. <laughs> yeah. I played. I played a young Chris Farley in a flashback <laughs> but then you've got the two Asians sometimes they're together sometimes they're not mm-hmm. in this movie they're together yeah but that's always like this is just a, this is every friend group like it's like, the, again, the hot Asian girl yeah one the, of them's in restaurants one of them's in yeah. uh, again TV film yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody tried to act and they had point, to, they had to make all. her have the cocaine habit I mean yeah they really did they it's really fucked. yeah there was a lot of sure a archetyping we'll say to yeah. be generous stereotyping to not be generous yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well to be fair she said she hadn't had it in a while yes but uh, David had it on deck yeah he was for, ready for uh, it <laughs> <laughs> just such an occasion so yeah and then you have the vaguely ethnic foreign guy yeah in David who is mm-hmm. who was the producer who had a coke habit and still has coke around yeah because that's what people in recovery do definitely has epstein's number they keep that they keep that on deck yes for the relapse. <laughs> it's just like in a fucking cabinet yeah, yeah. in the living room right next to the under, fireplace under you know, no lock no key you know when you're just like sitting and having a nice relaxing time by the fire glass of wine you're like hey let's do some blow right do now. some rails yeah just uh, break yeah. that mirror off the wall let's go <laughs> <laughs> i mean hey we're, we're in hollywood hills aren't we hey you know? I think it's legal there now. Yeah, it's practically legal. Yeah. Oh, and let's <laughs> let's get to my favorite character. Yeah, Pruitt. Yeah. Uh, Man, who always plays this character every single time? I've uh, seen him in so many AA meetings, in a meetings. Yeah, he's a great villain in the show Carnival. I have been. That's, if you've never I've heard seen good it. things, yeah, um, he plays a great villain. I, I I shouldn't spoil for those who haven't seen it, and you haven't seen it either. But he's a he's he's a goon. Yeah, he's a goon in that. But it's a weird goon because that whole show is like it's set in the Dust Bowl era. That's what it is, yeah. Uh, and it's like it's got Samson from uh, Samson. Sorry, Samson is a, is a, is one of the main characters uh, mm-hmm. from. He's the the little guy from Twin Peaks. The dancing, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dancing little guy, right? So, so getting know, so him, yes, 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 yes. Every episode with speaking parts is worth it enough. Absolutely, he's, he's fantastic. But anyway, Pruitt, uh, the extremely fucking foreboding presence man i don't God, know just sitting there so silent stiff back and just so every every hair, person shirt like he's if for those at home who don't know what this man looks like he's a oh you know overweight middle-aged very bald he's bill dodorif yeah he's not a good looking person in any stretch of the imagination and everyone else kind of is yeah he so is, it's like he immediately he's is surrounded like, by hotties yeah he's immediately like in there and it's just so such an odd uh reveal when they're like it's our old friend pruitt and yes. First of all, that name is fucking weird. Yeah. And second of all, the dude looks like you know, it's just it's 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 odd. It's like a home. He's almost like Homer Simpson, like yeah, come to life with none of the none charm of charm or humor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was good. That's why Bill Dodery, Homer Simpson. That's yeah. you imagine either of those characters, and yeah. that's that's who this is. Pruitt. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so eventually David decides to bring the party down a bit and show his little recruitment video mm. from. The Invitation, which mm. is the name of a group that is definitely not a cult, guys. Definitely not a cult. No, not even a little bit. I don't know what the hell you're We're talking nothing about. Nothing like that. Yeah, nothing like even, those, uh, I don't know what you've heard. We're not like those other cults. Yeah. In that we're not a cult. Yes, we're not a cult. <laughs> but he shows them this video of this super creepy doctor who would not look out of place mm-hmm. in like Lost. He's also in Carnival. Is he really? Yeah. Damn. They're just yeah. pulling. They're pulling from that. Um, 
which is funny because we're going to the HBO farm system. Yeah, he's a, he's a character actor. He's a uh, he's the head of a family that basically he pimps out his daughters and his wife. Oh, dope! In a burlesque show, and you can also sleep with them typically. Yeah, so hmm. he's that kind of guy. I feel like so he's that kind of guy in this movie too. Yeah, it wasn't a big stretch for me to be like, oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. I don't know. I, his he's name, one of those character actors I've seen his face a bunch, and I have no idea. Yeah, what he's I've in seen a lot of shit. Yeah, and Pruitt's the same way where yep. it's just like, yeah, no, you've seen he's this always, guy a thousand times. He's always a nefarious character as well. Yeah, more like a slickster, like mm-hmm. a you know, he's like that. I was thinking he could be one of the doctors from the Dharma Initiative and Lost. Yeah, yeah, no, it's. It's fair, like a pseudo science. Yeah, you just see him in like a lab coat, but he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't know what he's talking about. No, he's he, definitely sold like there are charts with nutraceuticals, the, charts with scribblings on it, but yeah, in colored pencil. No, <laughs> Crown money runs yeah. out. Uh, yeah, so it's basically just sort of like a new age mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, oh, you don't need all this pain, you don't need all this anger. You can just let it go. It's you can physically get rid of it. Your brain can uh, adapt and adjust and be better. And then all the guests are like, yeah, nah, fuck that, man. I'm good. <laughs> no one is even buying No it. one buys in. No one is buying into the video. Some yeah. people are dismissive, uh, like Miguel mm-hmm. uh, of, of the gay couple. Yes. Uh, he is, uh, he's like, I think it's kind of sweet. Yeah. And it's just like weird because it's, we're not sure if he's being polite or if he's like really does think it's kind of sweet. Yeah. Which is not sweet. It's not sweet. It's I think he's really just he's doing that very polite thing. Oh, and then we have Claire, who super doesn't buy it. That's the one we forgot. Which is the uh, the one academic friend in the group. oh the blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And she is for sure just like nah, I'm good on all this. Uh, but yeah, then they right. Claire's the first to to totally just be like this is fucked. during the uh, yeah. So they start playing this game right. that's a mod on I never or never have I ever called I want where you express yeah. your desires and you it's all about honesty and love and compassion this is when we find out that so Gina the uh, Asian woman the Asian woman friend of the group whose boyfriend is Choi who hasn't showed up yet that's a plot point we left out uh, she's like well I want some of that cocaine you were talking about and he just like flips her the bag she says she was kidding he goes no you weren't you want this yeah exactly and she's like bust it out let's go and then the rails commence yeah so everybody's like, oh, I love this game. This is so fun because they're thinking it's a fun little game. Yeah. And that's when Pruitt breaks down the <laughs> just full on admission of murder. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was going through a tough time. So he killed yeah. his wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was just a little drunk. Just a little bit. He I tried was... to have one more little drink. Yeah. <laughs> and she yelled at him and he turned around and just nailed her. And she died. Yeah. Yeah. Super and that, cool. And that is when Clara decides. Yeah, fuck this, I'm out. This is just, <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we're led to believe that Pruitt probably killed Claire, right? Like, he it, walks it, her out. Yeah, he walks her out. He says he uh, accidentally parked her in. She, yeah. to, she insists on leaving. He goes out there. David distracts Will as Will is trying to keep watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, David distracts Will. And we see Pruitt come back in and just be like, I tried to convince her to stay. Yeah. And it's ominous the way he says it. It's like, everything he says is ominous. She wouldn't, she wouldn't listen to reason. When he asks for a diet soda, it's ominous. Yep, yep. You any more diet? It's like, fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also notable that Will's not really drinking through most of this. They finally convince him to have a glass of wine, but yeah. he just keeps drinking water, uh, which, you know, responsible, man. Yeah. I mean, someone's got to stay clear-headed. Yeah. So is it, the intent was always that for them to leave, right? They weren't going to crash over at this place. Yeah, no, the idea was that they were all going to leave. I, mean, I can't even imagine. I've driven through those hills, and I yeah. cannot imagine doing that with, like, an ounce in me. Uh-huh, yeah. That, that's just yeah. nightmarish. Some I mean, of them are going most, in. Uh, some most them, Hollywood stars die. Some of them are definitely going in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have the uh, enigmatic Choi, right? Yes. Choi is a, you know, an important character. Where he uh, he's either tech or restaurant. It's not clear. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had assumed restaurant. Yeah. Because uh, it's some of the dialogue sounded like that. Uh, but he keeps not showing up. No one knows. So no one has service, right? That's yeah, like that's another the other thing. Yeah, plo- no, like mm-hmm. ploy is no one has service. So they can't. It goes in and out in the backyard. Yeah, so they can't get a hold of uh, Choi. But then mm-hmm. Will gets a voicemail or yeah. finds the voicemail. Yeah, he, he excuses himself during this super creepy din- candlelit dinner yeah. at the top of the stairs. Yeah. Uh, he steps out. This is one of those. This is one of those movies I was shocked no one was smoking in. Yeah. Because uh, he definitely he steps out like a smoker. Yeah. Because like this is me smoking. at a dinner party, right? Like yeah, if yeah. I, I, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I'm just gonna like take making a break will for a smoking would be, you know, you could do that in the reboot. Yeah. Will can be a smoker. Yeah. Or stoner. Ooh. 
Yeah, he's going out. Doesn't have the personality traits of a stoner, but like he just he's he steps out to smoke every now and again because he just needs the weed to like calm his nerves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's doing it medicinally, especially at this dinner. Yeah, he's microdosing, especially at this dinner. Yeah. So yeah, we start. We keep getting flashbacks of what of like what was going on with Ty. We had a flashback earlier of Eden trying to cut her wrists in the sink of the in the kitchen. Right, right, right. He notices that there's bars on all the windows now. David's being really creepy about locking doors because there was a quote-unquote break-in recently. Home invasion. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was, yeah. So he leaves the key in the door with his <laughs> new age, uh, yeah. like, pseudo-Buddhist yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, prayer beads yep. attached mm-hmm. to it. That was a nice little touch. Yeah, But yeah, they're all enjoying this dinner. Everybody's Imprisoned loving Imprisoned by his own ideology. Yeah. As it were. It might be. I don't know. No, uh, that's, oh, that's... we also have the, the creepy girl who's bugging out on some... She is right. I forgot we haven't mentioned her. Uh, yeah. So she's like uh, almost like introduces like maybe a thruple. Yeah, or... she's definitely like they they keep her around as like yeah. a uh, a sex pet. Yeah, <laughs> a sex pet is what I got. Yeah, and she's and very she's affectionate. On so much Molly. Yeah, she's very affectionate. She's very uh, uh, pie in the sky. She's in love with everybody, even though they just met. Yeah, we're led to believe she's probably some sort of manic hypersexual. Yeah. Runaway? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what I got, because she met them down in Mexico in the grief group, but we never find out what her grief is. Yeah. I just find out that she's just... Who knows? It could be... God, I, she is you could tell that, me anything about her backstory, and I'd probably believe you. She is just on yeah. that MDMA. Yeah. Like, everything I saw, I was like, oh, you know, I've seen... She, I know this girl. Yeah, like, I... You know, she gives off vibes that she herself survived a cult. Yeah. So she maybe survived a cult to get to the new cult. I think she's just a cult jumper. Cult you know? jumper, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. a fair weather culter. Yeah, she's she's a cult, a hipster cult, <laughs> yeah, person, hipster cultist, yeah, whatever, whatever. Her hot, little Urban Outfitters dress, whatever's hot that season, <laughs> you know. Only owns. Repressed. She only liked this cult before, like she liked this or the, the cult's early albums. Yeah, yeah. Their later shit though is yeah. just too commercial, it's too trash. Exactly, and she claims she knows things, but all her albums are repressed vinyl. From, <laughs> from Urban Outfitters that were recorded digitally. We know, we see. Um, oh Lord, yeah, that's a, that's a. God, I'm just thinking, I'm making a list of all those people that I know that are this character. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> There's a lot of them. You've definitely, if you work in the service world, you've met more than a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Choi, the reason Choi um, is important be- is because it damages Will's credibility. Yeah, exactly. Because right? so. he gets a voicemail, then he's like, what the fuck did you do? Right? Yeah, because he said he had showed up and that he was just going to stay well, and didn't want to drive back down the hill. Pretty ominous. Yeah. Uh, where did Choi go? Where the fuck is Choi? What did you do with Choi? What did you do with Why Choi? is he not and then, here? And um, then obviously Choi comes. Uh, the second he flips out and screams at everyone and yeah. confesses that he's not dealing with death, yeah. the death of his kid well, which, I again, we need to go back to that. I cannot imagine how you deal with death, the death of a child. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's a, not there's a no thing. manual. Obviously, no. joining a cult in Mexico is not the way to go, but there's also yeah, like... Yeah, I'd recommend against that. There's also like, yeah, there's, there's probably... Uh, immense levels of therapy that need to be explored. Oh, dead ass. You know, and I don't think that's uh, that's really what I thought through this whole process. Will did like, this no either. one mentions a therapist, and I'm like, go see every yeah. single one of you. Go see a crazy, therapist. crazy. Only LA movie not to mention a therapist, right? Come on. <laughs> I, why, but it does mention a cult, which is the other LA. Why movie. isn't one of them a therapist either? Yeah, exactly. Which is well, interesting. And maybe it was Claire. Maybe that's why Claire left. She's like, nope, this is toxic. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, Claire. Claire knew. Claire knew. But yeah, Troy shows up. Everybody's fine. Uh, Will's credibility is yeah immensely damaged. He finds the laptop with that uh, David brought out earlier and re- watches another video. Pruitt, I forget how does he um how does Will get his own his isolation with the laptop? He wants to go see Ty's room, right? Uh, the kid, he's right. like, let me just go, and he does go in there, and we get more flashbacks. I think that's when we get the final reveal of how he died, right? Which was getting hit with the baseball bat by one of his friends. So crazy, yeah. Nuts. What, a, what a way to go. Yeah, he, f- he finds the, the laptop, and then Pruitt comes and like, is, like, banging on that door. That is not a polite knock. Yeah. Uh, but he's banging on the door to get him out. Uh, he opens the door, and it gets another good creepy Pruitt moment of, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're late. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something of that nature. So they go out. They're going to... Oh, it's right after they, they've brought up Miguel's cake for his birthday, even though it's a week early. Oh, That's yeah, when yeah, he flips yeah. out. And that's when Choi shows up and everything's fine. So they decide to all calm down and have a toast with this now different looking wine. It looks like mead, right? Yeah. Like it's this like golden. Sums up. Yeah. Sums up from the jump with that. Uh, they go to toast. Will freaks out. We don't have any idea him. what it is in the drink, do we? No. Okay. I'd imagine probably cyanide or whatever yeah, from yeah. like how she reacts, but that's just like movie shit. Yeah. Uh, Alka-Seltzer actually is what was really in it production wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that's how you get that foam in the mouth. But 
yeah, so they go to toast. Will freaks out again, screams, don't drink it, slaps most people's drinks away, and you hear mm-hmm. a bunch of glass shattering. But you know you know, everyone thinks he's crazy because he's already done yeah. the public freak out in front of Choi. But of course, uh, Molly Girl yeah. rushes him and screams, you ruined it, you ruined and it. tries to attack him. Yeah. He kind of throws her off of him. Yeah. She nails her head on the cabinet. Uh, Miguel's trying to revive her and check on her. We hear, she's not breathing. He goes, no, she's totally breathing. Turns around, Gina's not breathing and foaming at the mouth. Mm. Starts doing CPR. David walks out and just a fucking 38 special to the face for Miguel. I mean. That's lights out. It's the only way to go for Miguel. I mean, Jesus. He, he asked for it. Yeah. Having his birthday early. God, you know? what a prick. No good deed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm reliving these... Uh, this, it's a pretty frantic scene. How long is it total, you think? I mean, it's the third act of the movie. Well, this yeah. this scene is probably about f- all of three minutes. Yeah. Most of the deaths the in the movie happen in three minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, uh, everybody's trying to f- like figure out what's going on. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody dies pretty fast. Mm-hmm. All the guests die pretty fast. Who is Miguel's husband? Tommy. Tommy. Tommy... Gets slashed across the stomach and goes down. Yep. But he survives. Well, yeah. Right. Spoilers, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> As we spoil the whole movie. No. Or, yeah, right, he's, right, we, right, we, right. yeah, there's a nice reveal of like they step over his body and then he's not there when they come back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always love that shot. Yeah, that's uh, good. But yeah, he gets slashed across the stomach and we think he's down. Uh, Gene is dead. Uh, Choi and Ben both get... Or Choi gets stabbed a bunch. Uh-huh. Ben and Will and Kira make it downstairs and kind of... Do yep. the split up thing. Mm-hmm. Ben goes out the back, and they Will and Kira watch him get just. David just goes in on him. Yeah. God, with that yeah. big ass uh, kitchen knife, and just in the chest so many times. That's yeah, hate. <laughs> it's crazy, man. No one thought he was funny. At that rate, like it's interesting because like, yeah, <laughs> is for every bad joke you told, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody, uh, like you know, when when everything goes south and people realize that not, uh, David and. Uh, uh, what the what wife's name again? Uh, Eden. Eden. David and Eden realize that they're not going to execute the plan. It's just like, at what point do you think, like, do they have this talk where they're like, do we just go whatever we can get? Are we yeah, killing these people anyway? Yeah, any way we know how? Yeah. What if they, you know, so they never want anyone to leave the house, right? Yeah, yeah, because so, everything's yeah. locked up and there's bars yeah. everywhere and that's, yeah. They, that can't happen, so... Um, and they thought it was just going to be a nice poisoning death. Everybody yeah. dies together because the way out is death. That's how you find peace. Yes, is what we find out. Yes. It's like, well, that's uh, that's uh, that's what cults do. This is pretty Jonestowny. Uh, pretty much, yeah. But yeah, it then turns into just like a chaotic murder spree. Uh, ben, no, God, there's so many fucking characters in this. Will remembers that there used to be a door to the garage in this mm-hmm. little home theater they have upstairs. Intimate knowledge of the house helps. Right, sneaks up there, but there's no door. Right. Pruitt gets in there, tries to shoot them. Mm-hmm. They kill him. Uh, oh, fuck, yeah. He knocks Kira down, and we think she's down for the count. Thought she was getting damseled. Turns yeah. out Will's about to get his ass choked to death yep. by shitty Homer Simpson. By and, yep. bizarre <laughs> Homer Simpson. Yeah. And gets his ass just beat to death with, what, a fire extinguisher? Yeah, I think, uh, something. Like yeah, that. some sort of heavy canister just to the face. She just, Kira just unloads on him. Beats that's him a, to that's death. a good that was one of my favorite parts of the movie was just that death yeah. was solidly done. Yeah. yeah. Uh but we see Eden one last time and she shoots Will in the shoulder, mm-hmm. cries, shoots herself in the gut, which damn girl. Why'd you do that? That's the slowest way to die. Yeah. Did you know that? It's yeah. a it's a gut shot it's just like why a not to the slow head? agonizing. Why not to the head? Death. Why not yeah, just give it right from the chin or something. Something. I don't know. We're not... I, I want to be clear here. We're not advocating suicide. Definitely not. But... But if you're going to do it... If you're committed to this idea of a suicide And act, by gun. Yeah. And you're set on both those things. Don't shoot yourself in the stomach. Don't shoot yourself in the stomach. Yeah. If you want to do it right, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. If you want to do it wrong, please, by all means, survive. Survive. Because that's, that's what's going to happen. You're and, not going to die. And do anything but grief... Retreat in Mexico. Yeah. If you Amen. see any any coupons for a grief retreat in Mexico. Yeah. And if you uh, see that guy from Game of Thrones that Daenerys sent away. Yeah. Go the other way, man. Yeah. Just uh, don't join his army. Don't join his cult. Don't join <laughs> his cities. He is not helpful. No, definitely not. not a helpful man. Definitely not. <sighs> so uh, we find out from the laptop yeah. information. Uh, I'm, it's still a, a little hazy to me. So the, the plan of this doctor. Mm-hmm. Is that this needs to go down, and in a widespread fashion, people need to die. 
right to achieve peace. So For why do people who don't subscribe people? to his belief system have to die? Yeah, it's a great question. It's uh, a bit of a reach for me just to understand yeah, that. Why I, do why do as many people as possible need to die? That's it's not explained. It's one of the reasons I think. Does he die? die? The doctor? Yeah. We I don't have to imagine. We don't know no, that. Right? No, I can't. I, we don't know because we only ever see him through recordings. Right. Either he himself committed suicide to set an example, which sounds very unlikely. As someone who yeah. listens to a lot of podcasts about cults, yeah, and usually cult leaders they, and grifters they stick around. What um, it sounds like grifter nonsense. You make everybody pay you fifty thousand dollars a piece to to experience eternal peace. Yeah, and then you die. don't die, and they all do, so they can't sue you. Yep, uh, get the money back, and they just fuck off. So uh, we are we're talking about the ending now. Yeah, I guess this is the very end now is that. David. Tommy just stabs David right in the fucking heart. Yep. David tries to survive. He doesn't. Will and Kira carry Eden's body out to the backyard yep. so she can die outside. Yep. Uh, again, dies way too fast. It would take hours to die from that. Yeah, moment. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's a bit of like, I still. Yeah, just we're 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 bonded by. Yeah. So know, they immense, they carry her out immense and, trauma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trauma bonding, the healthiest big, way to keep a relationship going. Big time. Yeah. I will not. Uh, let you die Tommy now. says he wants to go get Miguel's body, and then David and Kira. No, God damn it! Again, too many characters. Will, Will and Kira, Kira look out across the city, and they hear screams and helicopters and sirens, and, and they, they see, see that red little lantern, red lamp, which is what David lit earlier mm-hmm. in the film. And it turns out there were a lot of rich LA couples who oh. went to a grief retreat in Mexico bought. and came back. Well, that's the thing that it's kind of like <laughs> it's super fucked up, and you're like, yeah. whoa. It just takes a super purge turn at the last. But you don't, yeah. But seconds. you also don't know the ex- you don't know the extent. You don't know how many of these were successful, right? You don't know. But there's a whole lot of screaming. I mean, there's a lot of screaming going on. There's a lot of helicopters going on. Mm-hmm. But there was only one Pruitt. So yeah. how much damage <laughs> yeah. could really have gotten done? Uh, yeah, Pruitt can't be ever. Pruitt once. can't be all. You know, he's not all knowing. He's on a. He's not. He's not omniscient or omnipotent. So no. Yeah, I found that to be cool ending. Yeah, but not like the most like. It's not where I would take it. Well, it's not like a nice nice bow. Really, it's no. like. Oh wow! Okay, it feels like a setup for a sequel. Yeah, that's where I that's where I was watching last night, and I just or like you, you, know, you, you could if this was a hyper success uh, successful uh, uh, franchise thing where it's like the Invitation Man it killed it like you know cost a million dollars we made three hundred fifty million yeah then they'd probably make like oh we'd be the seeing, other house or yeah like, yeah or like Invitation Two Seven the Invitations yeah, yeah exactly or like Seven Invitations the backstory for. Pruitt, where where like you watched, you know what I mean? Like there could have been to a lot. invitation to Pruitt. Yeah, invitation to Pruitt. Yeah. Um, God. So yeah, that was an interesting uh, decision to, to end it the way they ended it. Yeah, but. definitely widens out the world in, a, in an interesting way. Sure. Um, man, I I gotta be honest, I I kind of hated this movie. Yeah. Uh, I just wasn't a fan. Uh, maybe yeah. it was because of the hype around it. Maybe it's because I had like waited so long to watch it, and I've been saying I'm gonna watch it for the last four years. Yeah. And just haven't. Three, four. Yeah, four years, and I haven't watched it, but. I was just so bored. Yeah, fair. Um, I thought it was all right. Um, I think if it was on stage, I would really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. That's I think, what I was thinking. It's it kind of a waste, to, of, waste of film. It's an interesting uh, way to look at it. I but think staging it would have been great because it's it's such a tight. Like we've been talking about this a lot on the podcast recently. Of like, there's all these movies we've been covering that could be plays. Yeah, Ex Machina is like that. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ten Cloverfield Lane is like that. Mm-hmm. I never saw that. It's solid. Yeah, um, okay. that, that's a better version of this to me. Uh, in that it's not the cult, but it's like this You're post-apocalyptic, yeah, yeah, post-apocalyptic captive. I do know the smarter. I know the premise. I know yeah. the premise. Um, it's now, closer to Ex Machina than this, but it's still solid. I, uh, I'm I liked it considerably less rewatching it. Yeah. Where when I first watched it, I'm like, oh, cool. All right. I mean, it's interesting in certain terms of like you. Uh, it, it's a it's a, a fresher spin on the cult. Yeah, it's different. There's that, no cult leader. Yeah. There's no like these people aren't wayward souls. They're mm-hmm. they're all relatively well adjusted, successful people. Yeah, yeah. There's who no come elect who elect. It's a hard sell yeah. for these people. Like, I mean, everybody has pain and grief and all that. Yeah. But other than Will, no one is really. I mean, when he's like, we're all we've all been through grief, and it's like you look around and you're like, mm, it doesn't look like everybody's yeah. had no not everyone has had an immense trauma yeah i don't know lives. everyone's story we don't know david's story yeah uh, and that's pointed out in the film but like it's yeah it's just a lot of nothing happens in the first two acts yeah uh, which felt weird to me because it's it it i think i would have liked this more if it was a short 
mm. do this in a tight 30, mm-hmm. I probably would have loved this movie. Yeah, no, I right. would be raving about it. Well, this it's not the the the, the character uh, writing and the character acting is not strong enough to to carry to carry the first two acts. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, because the first two acts are just so slow and it's yeah, all just plotting. Reveals, but yeah, you don't really necessarily know why everyone cares about each other so much and yeah, and it's like even like when they're trying to reach Will or uh, uh, what is it? Choi. Asian ladies. Name? Oh, Gina. Gina. When yeah. Gina is like. Trying to like get to him. I've been thinking about you a lot lately. It's yeah, like, you don't really believe it. Yeah, and I don't know if that's on purpose. I don't know. I don't either. Uh, yeah, I just I wasn't convinced, and I don't know if it's the writing. I don't know if it's the acting, but yeah. the whole package just isn't working. Yeah, uh, I will say it's well directed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, like Karen Kusama did a, a bang up job with what I think is a mediocre script. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gorgeous. It's a very pretty movie. Yeah, but you know I've been using this term a lot lately. But it's a bit of a magic trick, you know. I think a lot of people. Uh, ran into window dressing yeah for a, yeah. Uh, uh, a so-so product it's, it's fast fashion packaged as you know so let me ask Dior. you this uh, what would you change let's say you've given this and you're like well it's going to be a feature it's going to be an hour and a half yeah uh, what, what would you what differences would you make I think what I would do more and here so here's here's what we'll get to so this is going to be a fun this is going to be a fun episode now mm-hmm. uh, because I'm going to come down and just say this is not a horror movie the way it's Mm-hmm. The way it stands. Mm-hmm. This is a tight 90 minutes of psychological... Well, it's a tight 70 minutes of psychological thriller with 20 minutes of slasher movie. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think I would kick things off faster. Um, yeah. I think the delayed gratification is ungratifying. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just... I'm not satisfied by the ending. Because you know it's coming. Yeah. But it just takes so long yeah, to get yeah, there. Yeah. It meanders so much. So I think what I would really do is just tighten up the script a lot. Yeah. Um, and basically push third act to second act and have a better third act. Because hmm. uh, the first act and the second act are identical. Yeah. It's just the yeah, same yeah, thing yeah, over right. and over again. This is just, uh, mm-hmm. it's waiting for Godot, but mm-hmm. not as good. Where yep. you're just waiting for the thing to happen and it's Will has an outburst. Oh, Will apologizes. Will has an outburst. Will apologizes. Yeah. Will has an outburst. Will apologizes. And like everybody's... That I would, I, I so yeah, I would do that. Where you know, we get our first outburst pretty quickly. We get the uh, reveal that this is a cult thing more quickly, mm-hmm. and I think we have that whole discussion instead of over drinks around the fireplace over dinner. I think that dinner seat table scene could be amazing. Right. And then ooh, I'm gonna definitely hit that coffee too. How do you feel about flashbacks in general? Uh usually not great. I think that they are kind of a. I think flashbacks are a bit of a cheap way of storytelling. Yeah, they're kind of weak. It's a weak device, usually. You know, they can be used to great effect when we're talking about... So, Annihilation uses them in the best way I've seen in a long time. Okay, I have not seen that. Oh, it's uh, full-on recommend. Okay. Uh, Anything by Alex Garland, I fully recommend. It turns out, I haven't watched the new show yet, but um, Joseph and Shannon, past guests on the... um, this podcast in general, uh, were telling me that it's it's just dope as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, but Annihilation uses you're already fucking with time yeah. because time is not clear when they're inside the Shimmer, which yeah. is where most of the movie takes place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the flashbacks are used to reveal things about the character, but also comment on time and our perception of grief and loss. And how we reimagine those things for ourselves to make ourselves the hero. So it's used as a commentary. Yeah, okay. Here it's just used as plot reveal. Yeah. And it's just used to tease out. So I think we get that dinner table scene of Will or we get we get I wanna have some more so yeah, back to like how I would redo this. I think yeah, you move that dinner table scene up to this uh, beginning of the sec top of the second act. That's when we get the video uh, of the recruitment video. That's mm-hmm. when we get the discussion about the cult. That's when we start learning more about these characters. I want to care about these characters. Yeah. Uh, I also kind of think I would reduce the size, the number of people. Yeah. You uh, don't need... Uh, I don't need 12 people in this room. You don't need Claire at all, really. No. I mean, you need that one person that's trying to leave. You need leave, the person who's trying to leave, but I but think... But it doesn't have to be Claire. Maybe they choose I think her it's, uh, she's It can't be Ben's character, because Ben has to say. He's sad and depressed and probably an alcoholic. Yeah. That's the, like the he because when he, everybody he, else he, is drinking wine and you're drinking whiskey, that's like he could use the companionship. Yeah, he's not in a hurry to go home where where there's nothing for him. Yeah, uh, and then I think maybe maybe you do don't need someone to leave. I don't know. Like Choi not showing up is sufficient, and Will is already the one who wants to leave. 
but wants to stay. Right. So Claire's character ends up being completely unnecessary. The Molly girl, I don't know how much you need her. She's offset. She's off putting. She's off putting. Doing that in spades. You're like a, Pruitt does it. You're immediately you immediately know something's off with her and the fact that they have this person living with them or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She doesn't, could, she doesn't feel necessary. You could trim the fat in other ways. Yeah. Sadie, I think is her name. Yeah, Sadie. Sadie's her name, yeah. Oh, that's even heavy handed too, because that's from the Beatles song, Sexy Sadie. Sexy Sadie, yep. That's exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. Damn. Anyway, nice little put together there. Uh, I, I always get annoyed by cute character names. Sadie, it's like, oh, but I have to kill you. Yeah. But your name's Sadie. Yeah. Um, so um, what, yeah. what are the tenets of horror as you uh, define them? So... I'm, I'm well, one, I'm more interested in hearing you talk about that. But okay. uh, for, oh, for me, like just real too. quick, it's just, I think you've got to keep the tension up. Because there's no tension. There's, there's, the tension is faked here. It's, uh, well, this is uh, uh, Fruit O's, not Fruit Loops, right? In terms of what tension. What if uh, uh, it's it's just poorly executed tension? You know, it's that like, could be right. And maybe, maybe this is just a failure in directing. Yeah. But I don't think that it is. I think this is what they wanted to do. Yeah. It's just so. Uh, this I'm is in, sure. in the category uh, of horror on Netflix, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is listed as a horror movie. This is where we're like, yeah, we've been expanding the show a little bit because it used to be just absolutely it can't be listed as horror, and we aren't going to cover it if it is. Yeah. I've expanded it recently because I want to talk more about these borderline films. I think this is a borderline film. Well, for me, I think it is horror, and the reason why I think it's horror is like. There's great like there's, uh, you know there's great anxiety. There's, uh, there's a boogeyman in the sense of like there's death around right. the corner, mm-hmm. by these people who believe this <clears throat> crazy thing. Yeah, and there's enough of them to kind of execute this if they do it right. Yeah, um, and they don't expect any pushback. But in case there is pushback, that's why Pruitt's there. Yeah, he's so he's the, like he's the enforcer. The enforcer. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, cult movies can be tricky. Like, they are. I don't necessarily, but this is. I think that's why people gravitated toward this, and why people have been like, "You should check it out." Mm-hmm. Is because it is a different spin on it. It's a different. It spin is, on it. yeah. I mean, horror for me, I, I. It's tough because I I don't know I don't have a set formula for what I define horror as, but I don't know what else I would really like to call this one, other than. Well, I guess you're saying psychological thriller. But. Which is just a category that I don't really like to engage in because I think it mostly... Like I've said before, I just don't think it really exists that much. Right, right, right. And I think this isn't that either. I think this is... I would call it a thriller, but I think you might be right. I mean, I'm coming around. Like you are saying, it could just be that it's not executed right. Because yeah. it really falls into cult horror. You're right. It's it's nothing else if not a cult horror movie. Yeah, and then also the ending. Yeah. Suggesting this larger tapestry of, of, of like... Yeah. Just... De- almost souls. demonic crazy yeah. like possession like these people are like like there isn't like people who believe in like like the, the brainwashed yeah religious zealots are like a good trope for horror for me I think I'm like damn yeah. you are you are you are that person I loved one one time but but you're yeah, totally not but you're not because he but, says you look different and like you yeah. can tell like in the flashbacks her face is yeah. softer and not as like yeah the makeup job on this is great because i've looked at her mm-hmm. face that actress's face uh yeah. outside of this movie and it's not plastic surgery looking right right. like right. this looks like bad plastic surgery yeah and that's not what she usually looks like so that's that i will give you that sorry yeah. no 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 and that's uh yeah i mean i don't know i i think that's uh one of the reasons i would find it to be horror is also executing this grander scheme where it's like, man, you know, at the end um, of the movie, like, I don't know many thrillers, that, like, the body count is that high. Where it's yeah. Like, maybe a thousand people died. Yeah. Maybe it's everywhere in the whole country. Right. Because like, I would put The Purge in the thriller category. I don't know how horrifying, like, how much I've never seen the, the Purge falls into horror. It's, it's tricky. We'll cover it on here eventually. Have you seen Us? Yes. Okay. So with Us, you don't know how the... The scope is right. Is it the whole world? Yeah. Is it the whole? Because it's hands across America. At so, least is where the yeah. yeah. Sorry, spoilers for us. I should say <laughs> spoilers for us. Well, you don't know yeah. what we're talking about. That's true. Quite so. Um, a adi- spoiler adjacent for uh, us. Us, I thought was a horror. Yeah, um, but it amps. So here's us is another great example of this. Yeah. Um, 
So I don't know. I, I tend to love cult horror movies. I'm, I don't know why I like them so much, but I just like I'm just into them. cult horrors and cult. Not cult classics, but horror movies that deal with. What cults. is the one? Uh, and this is getting off topic, but it's a, it's like a name. It's like a three part name, and she. It's a, a girl's name, and she's. It's all about her life in a cult. Uh, if you don't know, oh, Janie no. Georgie Jumble Jeans. John <laughs> Jacob Gmol. It's a thousand percent not that, but it's uh, about this girl who escapes a cult and comes home. And, and yeah, and what, deals what with that. Uh, um, I can't remember the name, but anyway. yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about, and I, I can't think of it. Uh, I thought if you if you knew offhand, ground. it would be good, but you that know, would be a good ref. But oh well. Uh, welcome to Horror Knob, where we don't know anything. So not cult fan base. No, but, uh, but the the enemy in it is a cult. So Rosemary's Baby is this. Uh, uh-huh. Midsummer is this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre to a degree Midsum- is this. Midsummer is definitely definitely this in in a way. I would uh, say Us is this, um, yeah. but all of those are executed better. And I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Midsummer. Uh, it's weird. I liked it better after I saw the director's cut because I hated the director's cut. Mm. Uh, so you liked the original better? Yeah, the original was a, it was a better movie. Yeah, I still don't think it's great, yeah. but it's better. Uh, but it's a it's a solid cult movie, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it's it tickles something like something about that that particular subgenre just does something for me. Sure. Uh, the sweet spot, yeah, something about it, right? Of your twisted brain. This and possessions. I just, yeah. I'm always in. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. care. I could hate the movie. It could suck, and I'm still yeah. just like not. Nah, but it's, I'm still here for it. Well, it's like uh, the the molding of damaged minds is always going to be <laughs> a not not saying like uh, an appealing thing, but a very realistic thing. Yeah, like, and I can't, I can't imagine what there it was. Will always like, be yeah. like. People who are, are are ripe for the picking mm-hmm. in this in the real world. So yeah. it's like that's how you, like you know people that are like damn like you yeah just, it's weird because like my brain is messed up and it's uh, like yeah I don't like the way it works all the time right uh, it's broken in ways that uh, unfortunately are unfixable but I manage but you don't you don't, I still you don't go run and, cult. <laughs> and join in you're not on the next thing smoking to Mexico yeah to find grief grief counseling <laughs> uh, yeah no it's it's, it's it's just an interesting uh, that I guess it's horror in the sense where it it inflicts terror in yeah. you when you're like fuck if they execute the plan you know obviously it's like well when you realize Will like the, the it's a nice device where it's like oh Will was wrong about you yeah know. they overuse it it's a good device but they overuse it where but it's like man it, Will's crazy yeah and it's like okay good you need that so that people aren't on Will's side and that that yeah. You know, and, it, and I'm just not on anybody's side. Like, I kind of want Kira to survive because I don't feel like she did anything wrong and she just got brought into this yeah. friend group. And, like, they've seen each other over the past couple of years because yeah. they all know who she is. Yeah, yeah, Although, I guess Instagram exists or whatever. But, well, um, did it? 2015? Yeah. Okay, 2015. Yeah, yeah. Instagram's been out for a minute. 2012? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it was, like, right when I was graduating college yeah, yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Okay. So when so, I started seeing really grainy photos. So the gram is, is around. Yeah. Um, and and you can catch you know they know that he's moved on mm-hmm. and is dating Kira so yeah. it's a big surprise moving from his terrifying rich white ex-wife to yeah <laughs> put together young black definitely younger black yeah. woman yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure that's that's a very particular type of white dude who does that yeah uh, yeah there's um <laughs> i don't want that to come across the wrong way um oh, it's no, just no, no. that no i we all know that white guy who is like dated or was married to some sort of like yeah elite yeah white woman and then uh leaves he, and becomes a good guy by dating a black woman he he did it for the mansion and then yeah. he realized that it wasn't what it was all it was cracked up to be yeah uh, now he's got his, his beat-up sob, at least. Yeah. Uh, you can live out of that thing. Now, the... Um, so, horror also uses, you know, like, good horror can use, like, you know, tropes that we've known mm-hmm. for years, but in fresh ways, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think the reason why people gravitated toward this movie is that, like, at least it approached the cult. It's familiar. From, yeah. It took, yeah. A, it took a familiar thing, like a dinner with... A lot more than just the dinner, but like yeah. you said, it needed to, the dinner needed to happen quicker. Yeah, I think there's another movie that came out not too long after this that was. Uh, I think it doesn't have the cult side of it. It's more like weird serial killer vibes, mm-hmm. but it was with uh, uh, what David Hyde Pierce, and it was called The Perfect Host. Huh. 
uh, and it is, I think, nice. a better executed movie. Like the the poster alone is yeah. fantastic because it's David Hyde Pierce holding up a glass of red wine, just staring through it, and half his face is in the glass and half his face is not. So it's nice and distorted. I'm uh, looking that up right now. Uh, it's solid. It's not the best movie I've ever seen by any means, but it's a solid version of this sort of like creepy dinner party movie. Yeah. Which I love. You know, I love a good tense dinner party. It's a staple of dramatic sitcoms. Uh, it's a staple of the horror genre, of family dramas. Mm. I think Hereditary had a nice, terrifying, tense family dinner moment. They did. Uh, and Hereditary is when, they, you know, they bring up the... Yeah. They blame the, the son. That's right, yeah. Essentially. Yeah, we Poor have kid. one in... Yeah, <laughs> We have a couple in Midsummer. Ari Aster loves a dinner party, it turns out. He had a rough... That kid... That, that, the kid had a rough go. That poor kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... I, yeah, I think I think you are right. I think I'm, I was a little too harsh to come down immediately and say this ain't horror. Because it definitely is. It's just not as well executed as I want it to be. Right. Um, Which I think is... And I'm a little distanced. But I did... I was looking back through my text to Nicole last night. I was like, oh, yeah, no. this. I said it's rich L.A. meets cult movie. So Manson murders vectored by Scientology. There we go. Uh, which is definitely a horror thing. That's I, I can't deny that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think you're wrong for your initial statement either, though. It's like super subjective. Yeah, like I say, it's you know this is this is all about dealing with stuff on the borderline. So yeah, the gray area, the fringes, as yeah. it were. Well, the fringes is wherever they met Sadie. That is a fringe. That is yeah. <laughs> it what was if, Rosarita. Whatever rave. It was where all of those grifters go in yeah. Mexico, which is just past San Diego. Whatever you got in rave, <laughs> they, they picked her up at who knows warehouse party. So I was thinking um, last night, I was writing some of my thoughts. So you know how people like make movies and TV about New York? And yeah. everybody's like, oh, that's so New York. And it literally is not. Yeah. Like, it, it, it just does not ring true to anybody who has ever spent more than five minutes here. Yeah. This is that for LA, but I think it's 100% correct. Yeah. Like, this but is what they'll be like is. now. Or, like, they've all been in rooms with those the, people. these people. Yeah. 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 Because, like I said, I've spent a decent amount of time there. Yeah, I've, I've definitely met every that, one of these well, characters. Well, there's people that really fall for the wellness shit, and it's like... Yeah. It could veer off into really dangerous territories. Oh, this is Goop meets the yeah. uh, meets Jonestown. Yeah. Or it's like, shit, man. Like, you do believe that, and you're sending how much money to who? And, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> like... And they're like, well, no, it's not. It's not what you think, man. Yeah, it's not. I'm not like you know. Not, I'm not like that. Yeah, it's not. I'm not all into that. But like person, you know, there's you know, this parts of it that make sense. This guru, I'm not gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater here. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, you would take piecemeal. You why know? are you paying for the tub, man? Like, yeah. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> that's that's not your. Uh, that should not be Damn. your duty. Should not be your duty. I love that. <laughs> oh fuck, that's solid. Yeah. It's I, just I, yeah. It definitely. It's like all my friends who try to get me into astrology. Yeah. They're like, no, like, I mean, it's, you know, I don't believe in it that much, but like, I have the CoStar app, I have the Pattern app, I have, I post about it on Instagram. I More apps than you should have. Yeah, it's like, mm, you're, you have the it's auto, more than zero. You have the, yeah, exactly. You have the <laughs> auto Twitter uh, update that says your horoscope. Yeah. If you have that, then. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I, on the on topic of astrology, I think some of it's nice to, to look at. And, and and there is definitely a level of, uh, of truth to certain things, but if you believe it, like, you believe law or science and physics it's like problematic yeah for your own well, well you're just picking the law that that rules your life is your law chaos which is yeah. science yeah or is your law some like ornately structured series yeah. of hey your destiny's and are, moons, man your destiny's already written man you know yeah. the reason that email the reason you didn't it's like people will be like man mercury yeah. It's like, no, dude, you didn't respond to the email. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no mis- there's no, like... You showed up drunk to your interview, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Retrograde, bro. What are you going to do? No, you're just high all the time. Yeah, dude. you're just... You're not good at communication. It's not anyone. Yeah. It's no, no planet's fault, buddy. Um, you came in smelling like piss. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mercury, God, man. You need to shower more, man. It's you should just, definitely take your pants off when you pee. It's what we're telling you. We've been telling you. Um, uh, I have to get going soon, man. Yeah, this I gotta, is, I gotta uh, let you go. Uh, I think it's some good. This is some good content, though. This has been definitely. This fun. It's a good time. Uh, good, good time riffing. Yeah. Uh, you guys. I'm glad we finally get to have you on, man. I've been, I've been yeah. dying to have you on. We're yeah. gonna have you next month. Uh, cool. Let which I'm know. very excited about. We won't do the full reveal on what that's gonna be yet. You know what it is. Nicole knows what it is. We're keeping it oh, nice great. and tight yeah, yeah, about what everything's gonna be. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess I I'm should. Just, I'm loving teasing out what April's gonna be. It's gonna. I'm so fucking stoked for next month. You gonna do any interviews on the roof? I guess you can't. Huh? Ooh, uh, we'll take Nicole's laptop. Up there. Too much, uh, too much uh, variables, I suppose. White noise, bird shit. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Well, I might though. Yeah. 
crack a couple seltzers up there. Get some, get some. Uh, Amen. Get some Mike's Hards. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, you know me, man. Some Bar- is, Bartles oh, man. and James Prime wine, wine coolers. Wine Oof. coolers all day. Uh, he loves that Zima. I don't know. Um, it's expired for like 15 years, but. <laughs> Uh, I am on the campaign trail. Yeah, you are. Let me hit, hit me with those plugs. You got a uh, lot. Well, I'll just do the one thing now because right. it's the most thing. Uh, Shrapnel is a uh, me and Curly Castro, and it's spelled S H R A P K N E L because we're rappers. We spell stuff differently. Yeah. And so that's out um, uh, March thirteenth. So this will probably not be out. This will uh, probably be out after the fact, right? No, this will be this is coming out Friday, the thirteenth. Okay. So the yeah. day of, yeah. the day of, man. So go and check that. Yeah, it's called Shrapnel, self debut or self title on backwards. Yeah, it's, good, it's a really good record. Uh, I'm very proud of it. What and I've it's heard of it, I'm so on, fucking on. Uh, maybe uh, you know, maybe you guys will take my opinions and be like, I want to hear him rap now. Yeah, that's what you should do. Anyway. It's about the same, really. <laughs> so it'll be uh, it'll be everywhere. Everywhere that sound travels, it will all be available. You know, title, Spotify, Apple, Bandcamp, all that good stuff. So buy yeah. the album, shoot a bootlegger. Yeah, shoot a bootlegger. Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, do that. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And good job on this on this this little child of yours. It's been a lot of fun as well. So we're uh, we're we're building it. We're raising it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, hey. uh, and the thing about podcasts and, and content in general is people there can never be enough. Yeah, it just grows and grows. Insatiable. So Godspeed, a man. Uh, where else can people find you? Like, uh, if you want um, to reach out to you, Twitter, Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. Uh, t- Twitter is uh, at Planet Premrock. Uh, Instagram Premrock. All the socials. Just search Premrock, and you'll find yeah. me. Um, the one and only. I'm talking shit on most places. Yeah. Good basketball talking shit. Good rap talking shit. It's a nice Venn diagram. There's a nice discussion. Like, what was it last month that we were all kind of going off on Twitter about yeah. different, like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good time. Come say, takes around. come say hi. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you I'm, can find me at Tofaloaf. That's PHs wherever you would think there might be an F. Mm, uh, well Horror done. Babes pod and podcast. I don't know. Search for us. We'll find us. Uh, we're the cool ones with the black and red and the, the horror looking font. Mm hmm. Uh, Nicole is going to be back next week and the week after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you'll hear Nicole's voice the next two weeks. She is out of the bunker officially for Dope. the foreseeable future. So, Dope. yeah, uh, that's all, all we right, got y'all. going for right now. So thanks, babes. And yep. bye. Peace.